bitches leave. All right, so we're back. Movie nice, food. Yes. Um, so this is actually um, uh, part one of a three-part special that we're doing. Wow. So we're basically, and so you know, we've had people do their um, years in review, um, their top ten lists, mm. and we're doing something a little different here on movie food. So. Uh, there's going to be two more parts of this and uh, I won't spoil it for you guys but those will have some special guests but we also have a special Ooh. guest today so uh, Steve can you break down for us what's going on on this episode? Sure, sure so yeah, uh, this is the version of a movie review that I've wanted to do for a long time, I, like I'm a big sucker for brackets, you know like sports brackets um, obviously it's, we're on the cusp of the Super Bowl in a way that that's kind of like a bracket challenge um, but yeah, I wanted to kind of see, could we do a bracket for all the movies we covered in season one of Filipino time? Did the, oh, sorry, not Filipino time. Season <laughs> one. Another of, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> season one of movie food to determine, is there a champion movie of season one? Now, you know, how does a, a movie actually beat another movie? It's very subjective. They don't really compete against each other. But um, it's just kind of a fun way to, to kind of review these again. And, um, you know, as we kind of work towards the Oscars and work towards our final top tens for 2022, um, just kind of to get do a refresher in sort of a fun, interesting way. And, you know, you mentioned it. We do have a guest. There's someone here who's kind of kind of play the referee, the person who sort of built the help build the bracket for us so that, you know, we didn't have to think too hard on some of these matchups. We just have to deal with them. Um, he is, of course, the host of the aforementioned Filipino Time podcast, Wordle in Five, the best Wordle podcast there is out there. It is, of course, the great Jer. What's up, Jer? Hey, what's up, man? Thank, thanks for having me, man. You know, it'd be funny if we did a bracket for Filipino Time pod, like best, fa- <laughs> best family member. Ooh, that, uh, that would be tough. <laughs> That'd be really tough. We could, like, yeah, people might hate us. We would definitely start some some grudges, but that's okay. You know, maybe that's what's needed. This is quite the list of movies, guys. I when I was doing the bracket for for this, I was like, "What the fuck is this? Like, what is this? Like, who?" I was like seeing movies from nineteen fifties, and uh, maybe I was looking at the wrong one on IMDb. But dude, these movies, I was like, "This is so random. These must be all only Carlo movies." And then, I guess you guys seen all these. You guys That's seen right. all these in season one. That's wild. Uh, yeah. Um, actually, I think uh, the oldest movie we have is probably, I'm just looking, um, from the 80s? Yeah. Okay. I was probably looking at the really older versions of some of these movies. One of them, one of the, one of the movies that has a first round buy is is from the 70s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have, yeah, we have a couple of 70s movies. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. (laughs) Um, yeah. But yeah, so let me give... The listener, the overall format, and if you want to go and check it out, we'll we'll post this on our Patreon and on our Twitter and all that stuff so you can see what the bracket looks like. But essentially, we have 28 movies, and the top four have been given a first-round buy. And I think the way we did the top four was kind of like the movies that Carlo and I decided were like our favorites. So the movies that got a first-round buy are Snake in the Eagle's Shadow, Cowards Bend the Knee, Clue, and Patterson. Yeah, so these are the top seeds, basically. Yeah, you know, the division winners. Exactly. So they, yeah. they've already won in advance. So, so, so congratulations to those four. 
What what yeah. a year. Um, but, but for the remaining 24, they're going to duke it out. And so we have two sides of the bracket, I guess, sort of kind of a Western conference and an Eastern conference kind of vibe. And, um, JR, yeah. Like, like, did you use any systems to kind of come up with this, uh, you know, mm. bracketology? Not, not too much systems. I tried to keep <laughs> like, um, like, like big like matchups uh, avoided too early that's one thing i did you'll see like some maybe a couple like uh in terms of like genre and theme i tried to keep it kind of, maybe a little close some are a little bit random uh, quite random actually. yeah i noticed that yeah um okay good maybe even age i put i took into into uh, account of like the like the decade they came out maybe um but beautiful i don't know yeah well well thank you for putting in all yeah. the hard work i appreciate you building this out i think this is going to be a lot of fun to break down um yeah and i guess we should lay out kind of the just the approach or the the methodology here um so for each matchup there's going to be two movies that kind of battle it out to see who advance to the next round and we'll just kind of Talk about them briefly, and if it's a clear consensus pick, then that movie just automatically advances. If we're split, then we kind of have to make our argument, and then Jr. is the ultimate decider based on our <laughs> arguments. Is that's that right. And, yeah, and that's the, right. The X factor is he hasn't seen most of these movies. So. I'm going yeah, based uh, off of perfect. whatever. I, yeah. Whatever I look up on my phone, I'm using that as my own evidence. As to what and the okay, case that we it. make, basically. Oh sure, yeah. You guys can try and convince me. Yeah. But, uh, you're gonna. Have, it's good. Right. Okay, we'll see. Okay. All, All right. right. Shall we begin? Yeah, let's go. All right. So, Carlo's choice. Do you want to start uh, on on the eastern bracket or the the wet the western bracket over here? Uh let's start with the west. Okay. Here we go. Look, yeah. Looks like our first matchup is a real doozy. We have, I believe, I believe this is Jackass, the latest Jackass. Jackass, Jackass Forever. Jackass Forever versus rare exports a christmas tale so rare exports we covered more recently and that when we were doing the anti-christmas movies jackass we covered pretty early on when those were coming out carlo do you have a lean here oh <laughs> uh, yeah I'm, I'm going for jackass forever damn okay i'm going for rare exports is this the 2010 <laughs> so, rare exports yes okay. yeah starring yeah it's Tomilla. A, and on yeah, it's Miller. a Finnish movie about uh, a Santa Claus who it's but it's it, but it's like a monster Santa Claus. He's he's frozen in ice and buried in a mountain and with these, giant and this, horns, massive horns. Yeah. Like he's a goat and, and, monster. And this evil company has come to like excavate him and dig this him out. Great. And all this it. like horrible stuff starts happening, and it's up to these to this <laughs> brave bunch of villagers. To like cat to like go in capture Santa and like mm-hmm. save save their town. So wait, Steve, why do you think this movie is better than J- Jackass Forever, or why do you lean more towards this one? I recall in our discussion of Jackass Forever, kind of not liking the new cast, feeling mm. like that new Yo, Jackass cast. You guys are being like those kind old of dudes, like the old NBA guys <laughs> hating on the new new generation. That's right. They're uh, disrespecting the game. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, where's the respect for the game? <laughs> Way too many threes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. not enough humor. Wow. Yeah. So that, wow. that's my take on on, on okay. the new. Okay. You know jackets. what? Like, so it's up to me. Mm-hmm. 
Yep, you're the tiebreaker. Um, I've never seen um, rare exports, but I'm liking the premise here. The yeah, photos man. I'm yeah, seeing man. look fun, and here's where I'm. And with Jackass Forever, I I enjoyed it a lot. There were really good bits in that one. But there's that one cast member, the female one, that really upset. Like she really yeah. was just like trying yeah. too hard. I was kind of harsh on her on the podcast. Episode I'm glad too. you were. Yeah, I'm glad. And it sucks that hell yeah. It sucks that she sticks out to me. When right I about that movie. It's like, Although yeah. we got to give her props for doing the scorpion That's one true. though. That one. That's <laughs> Scor- true. Scorpion Botox. Yeah, but I just don't like her like her overall demeanor around the dudes <laughs> yeah 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 uh, aaron yeah. was so good in that movie yeah i love aaron oh. yeah the secret mvp yeah but you know what though the fact that the these this most of the cast is back and they're all old dudes and they're doing their thing a lot of them sobered up and they're still funny I'm going jackass with nice. this one. Nice. I'm yes. going jackass with this one. <laughs> All right. Jackass. First Advances. elimination. Ooh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Update Sorry, your brackets, everyone. So jackass forever. Yep. Yep. Okay. Good, good. Okay, good. We're making some progress here. All right. L- let's stick in the West. Let's stick in the West. Our next matchup. Kimmy, the, the Steven Soderbergh film offering for uh for last year versus beavis and butthead do the universe mm. i mean to me there to me it's a clear it's it's almost it's a blowout <laughs> i gotta go Be- beavis and butthead uh, oh, my God. oh I, no oh, did we watch beavis and butthead together i think, I think I we did it with you carlo yeah yeah, yeah we yeah, did yeah, we yeah. did <laughs> um yeah <laughs> i don't yeah. disagree uh yeah i mean it it just feels like um uh like it's a it's a clear winner for me uh i mean i would watch it again but kimmy it's like a one and done you know (laughs) yeah it it looked kind of cool but it just it it maybe had a couple cool sequences but other than that it was a little a little generic Mm, i've never seen it yeah okay but what i like about beavis and butthead was like i was nervous that the 90s humor or like you know just like overall beavis and butthead's humor wouldn't Mm -hmm. do i don't know it wouldn't hit me the same nowadays it still did yeah held up yeah Yeah, it really held up so i was really surprised by that so good choice boys good choice (laughs) okay beavis and butthead is moving on that's that's exciting yeah it was a route um shall we just continue down the west yeah Okay, here we go. Ooh, okay. This is this is a doozy. <laughs> Los Angeles plays itself. Ooh. This was the this was the uh was this like this was the three hour extravaganza of LA yes. films, is that right? Okay. Yeah. Versus Crash, David Cronenberg's Crashenberg from nineteen ninety six. Yes. Ooh baby. Okay. JR, have you seen either of those? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Okay. So I okay, hope, good, I hope you guys agree on something here. Okay. okay. I, 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 I mean, don't. I, I'll do my best. Uh, I got to go crash. Oh, wow. Okay, we're split. I'm oh, going for Los yeah. Angeles plays itself. Okay. okay. All right. All right. All so, so you make a case so, for... All right, so, Car- Carlo, ahead. you make your argument right, first. Okay, so why is Los Angeles plays itself so much better? Uh, it's because it's... It's just this whirlwind of a movie, you know. It the it's actually only two and a half hours. It's not three hours, but um, it basically shows how 
LA is portrayed in the movies by an LA resident. So he's critiquing all these movies and it's just like all these really fun clips. It's like mm-hmm. from Steven Seagal movies to like, um, you know, Mulholland Drive, like David Lynch movies. And yeah, it just has, it goes at a clip. It shows Blade, you know, and um, yeah, it's just a really fun movie. It's something that I, it's probably out of, I'm looking at the bracket right now. It's probably the one I've watched the most rewatch the most Dang. out of all these movies wow. because i can just put it on you know it's just such a wow, fun Carlo. movie yeah so that's my uh my case my short case okay. for los angeles plays itself all right uh so jr for crash this movie has a lot of nudity it's just back-to-back sex scenes over and over sex scenes and car crashes at one point <laughs> james spader has sex with a with a girl's leg um and uh yeah a lot of wound in her leg like a scar (laughs) okay yeah yeah so you know if if you're feeling kind of horny you know (laughs) close to valentine's day you know love is in the air crash is kind of like like that that movie okay yeah i will Um, say though it's done in a very cold steely way though (laughs) let's just say that about crash and i I love the movie but, but you know yeah, it's here. Here, okay. I'll play. Uh, I, th- I think I have a sound clip from Crash in here. Hold on one second. All right. Let me see if I can f- find it. What about your camera girl? Did she come? That kind That's of a really, film. That was really okay. That was <laughs> kind of. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do. This, make this easy, guys. I won't do those every time. This is just what I'm going to do for this one. No, do it every time. No, no, no. <laughs> Only on this one. Only on this one. Okay. I'm going to go to IMDb. Whoever has the higher star rating of Ooh, either good. is going for it. Okay. okay. So okay. let me go. Let's, okay. Okay. And Los Angeles plays itself. All right. Here we go. Drum roll, please. Please. Okay. Please. Um, with the highest star rating on IMDb at 7.9 out of 10, which is actually quite good on IMDb. That's quite good. Is the winner of this section of the bracket? Los Angeles plays itself. Nice. Wow. wow. All right. Crash only had a six point four. It was yeah. too sexy. Yeah, I mean, it, it's still pretty controversial to this day. So you know, yeah, it's okay. not for everyone. Well, seven point nine. Way to go, LA. Seven point nine. Itself, or, L- sorry, yeah, L- not LA. Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Yeah, it makes it. It's That's very. It makes that distinction in mm-hmm. the documentary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, good. All right. Whew, all right. Moving along. This is going quite well. This is exactly what I was hoping for. So, yeah, I'm having a good time. Yeah, we're we're going at a clip. Oh, here we go. Licorice Pizza. This was uh, the PTA film that we covered and uh, versus Clown. Our Father's Day extravaganza clown, <laughs> which was... Um, Jer, have you seen Clown? Uh, no, no. I, I, I put it <laughs> okay. in here b- based off of comedy. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. The, the cover says the funniest movie of the year, according to Matt I, Singer. It I was really, yeah. it's really funny. It's raunchy. It's yeah, like. And knowing your sense of humor, school. I think you would enjoy yeah. Clown a lot. Really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's uh, wild. Okay. Okay. God, this is actually kind of tough. <laughs> this one Licorice is tough. Pizza, I, I think of the first round, was this is good. the toughest matchup for me. Um, because I've seen both movies uh, several yeah. times. They're both equally rewatchable. Mm-hmm. And I guess the, the toss-up for me is really that, you know, there's a recency bias because, you know, Licorice Pizza came out 
more recently and I've seen it more times recently than mm-hmm. I have Clown. Ah, oh, man. But Clown has some iconic moments, like stuff that's just like, I cannot believe they got away with yeah. it and they can only get away with it in that f- European right. way. And it's, like, it's like, really like, like laugh out loud funny. Like I just yeah. lose it every time I watch that movie. <laughs> like it's that kind yeah. of comedy, you know, it's like. <laughs> Man, yeah. Wait, can I read real quick the, the the quick IMDb like <laughs> uh, sure sure uh, uh, synopsis here? Yeah, uh, for clown with a K. Okay, so in order to prove his fatherhood potential to his pregnant girlfriend, Frank kidnaps in quotes Frank kidnaps her twelve year old nephew and tags along on his best friend Casper's debauched weekend canoe trip. That sounds funny as yeah. fuck. Toward the feast. Dude. He goes on a t- <laughs> toward the feast. Toward, toward the pussy. That's oh what he calls it. Toward the feast. God. I gotta go clown. Alright, I'm going clown. Oh, man. You know, just for the sake of it, I'll, uh, then I'll go licorice pizza. <laughs> okay. So, let's have a battle. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, JR, I mean, you, you just kind of read what the movie's about. It's like, that's what it is. It's these guys and the, the main guy, he just... Can't, he's almost okay. like a Michael Scott. He can't yeah. help but like say the wrong thing, put himself in like the wrong situation. Yeah. He means well. <laughs> yeah, he means well. But, At one point, he has his finger in, in a woman's butt. And... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just wondering like what the keywords are on the IMDb page. Like, what does it say? Does it say like pearl necklace? Um, <laughs> the pearl necklace part was amazing. <laughs> orgy, yeah, he... like eyes wide shut orgy. <laughs> God. Oh man, it's just amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, I I love both movies, uh, but yeah, and I mean, just to make the game interesting. Okay, let's, let's go licorice pizza. Okay, so who's saying what again? Steve saying clown. clown. Yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, as listeners, I'm currently looking at. Like photos of each movie. I've seen <laughs> Licorice Pizza twice. I've never oh, seen Clown. Okay, um, yeah, we should watch that. I have it. <laughs> Let's watch it one of these nights. <laughs> um, I just feel so wrong picking a movie over another movie I've never seen. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go based off something else that I find on IMDb. <laughs> okay. Okay. I've... Made my decision. Okay. I changed my mind, guys. Ooh. Um, I can't. The clown looks really funny, but the fact <laughs> the fact that I've seen Licorice Pizza twice, and then mm-hmm. I and then after I saw that, I got I kind of obsessed with Heim, like their music. I can't mm. not pick that movie. It's got to be Heim. Licorice Pizza. Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's it, like yeah. it's it's the Valley. It's 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 the Valley yeah. tribute. Hundred yep. percent. Yeah. 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 Okay. And I, I will just say too, just to add to that, is that Licorice Pizza is a better movie, like craft-wise. You know, I mean, Clown mm-hmm. is funny, but it's just like it's shot with like a digital camera. You know, Licorice Pizza shot yeah. shot on film, and there's a lot of like Absolutely. care and attention to detail of how it looks. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah. Well, good. I'm happy it was a battle though, because yeah. clown <laughs> really, yeah, is, really yeah, is I'm pulling me in. I was yeah, I'm it sad in. to see it go so early, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's the one. crazy thing in this bracket is we're gonna have to kill off some babies, oh, but um, but, but hopefully uh, we'll we'll get to a true champion. All right, 
All right, moving on. You're okay. Uh, two more great matchups upcoming in the West. This is the West is the West is deep. We got Commando, 1985's Arnold Schwarzenegger versus Time Crimes, 2007 from the great Nacho Vigalando that we've discussed more maybe more recently. Great time travel movie. It's a, it's a really funny time machine that only sends you back an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, but Commando, Commando, we went beat by beat. <laughs> I really fell back in love with that movie. As much as I enjoyed Time Crimes, I got to go Commando. Okay. Um, I, before I make my pick, I'm just curious, hmm. Jer, what was the what was the logic behind this matchup? Like, why did you pick these two? Well, to go I, against I each had other? placed Commando hmm. in the bracket first, so he, it was hmm. empty for a while, and then um. Um, honestly, like uh, I saw the cover of, of time crimes and it looked yeah. like action packed t- as well yeah. oh. in its own way though. Yeah. In its own, you know, the cover is like this guy in a big trench coat. It's one of those like filters where you only see pink. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. he's holding scissors with, it looks like blood yeah. on it. And he looks like he's got like wrap all around his face. Yeah. It looked like crazy. So it, it, in its own way. And also Arnold looks crazy in the cover of commando. He's just yoked. <laughs> Yeah, in the you know he's got the camo, camo paint yeah, exactly. on all over his body. It's just like yeah. I kind of just like yeah. did that, and I was just like, okay, this could be a good matchup. That is a good poster matchup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I think I, I think just based on the poster, Time Crimes might win, but the movie Commandos just has so many. It, that's like it has it's like peak Arnold, uh, clever lines, mm, yeah. delivery, kind of just general charm, right. Um, yeah, I mean, I think this is this matchup is a beatdown. <laughs> it's Arnie yeah. all the way, baby. Yeah. Commando. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Commando um, advances. Sounds good. Uh, yeah. I'm glad we didn't mm. have to go IMDb star rating. It would have been. Uh, it would have <laughs> went to time crimes <laughs> at seven point one. Oh, that's seven. Yeah, that's awful. No, Commando's yeah. so much that's, better. <laughs> that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Oh. Okay. We oh we have um two 2022 favorites. Mm-hmm. We have Carter versus the Northman. Wow. Yeah. So the Northman we just saw recently, even though, yeah. Um, what a wild ride. But, um, God, the Northman was really good. Starring our, starring our guy, Skarsgård. Yeah. Um, There's also another thing in common between them that I think was just purely a coincidence with this matchup because, you know, we um, the Northman was kind of like a last-minute uh like they just made it in from the play-in at the, at the very end. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, but yeah, they're, they both have lead actors that are more known for being pretty boys and they're doing like physical action. And then there's mm-hmm. also a lot of, I mean, Carter is basically made to look like it's all one take, you know, there's all these unbroken shots and obviously in, in the Northman, it's the same thing, but they actually did it. There's actually really long takes in the Northman as well with the battle mm-hmm. scenes. Um, Man. So yeah, just an interesting coincidence between the two. So this is it. Yeah. One. This is a really interesting matchup. Just, yeah. Cause Local. Carter, yeah, it, <laughs> it has so many amazing sequences, like the airplane sequence, mm. the ending, or yeah, yeah. when they're fighting in b- between the vans and they're jumping and from van. Oh, yeah. and like, stuff. Mm-hmm. like I could watch all of those anytime, anywhere. 
And it's the same thing with the Northman, that scene where he's on the Viking raid. I can watch that. All the artist, the really cool artistic ways they made that that terrible time period look Ugh. interesting and nice with yeah. the with the uh, with the um, ceremonies and the rituals. Yeah, a lot of attention to detail. It's like heavily researched. You know, it draws a lot from mythology. Like you know, you can't mm-hmm. fault it for for you know its craft as well like you know similar to licorice pizza god i don't want to pick i like i want both of these guys to advance because i thought no, they I were both that, really dude. impressive you can't do that you, <laughs> so you can't all right carlo you go first okay i'm i'm picking carter i mean you know this was my pick to begin with anyway like i wanted to talk about this on the show because i saw it and i was just completely blown away by it where's the northman mm-hmm. it took a while you know it's like i I had to come back to it because, you know, I'd, I'd seen it like when it came out yeah. last year and then it only took like, you know, January this year to rewatch it and to be sure. But like, I think Carter still holds up. Yeah. God, as much as I liked the Northmen, I got, I think, I think Carter is more unique. And so I think I will also go with Carter. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah, if you if it was split, I would have went Northman. I <laughs> oh I wow! I would have went Northman. I really was like taken aback from that movie. It really Damn. got me, dude. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. All the quarters, so fucking fun. Yeah. But, uh, all right, the Cardi- Carter is going moving forward. Whew. Yeah. So the, I guess that ends uh, the sec uh, the first round of um, the Western Conference for us. That's right. So, yeah. So all those movies, I get, I think, advanced to the Sweet Sixteen. Yes. So can you so, just recap? What okay. movies made it? So, so, so to recap, Jackass beat Rare Exports, a, a Christmas Tale. Beavis and Butthead do a, the universe beat Kimmy. Los Angeles Plays Itself beat Crash. Licorice Pizza beat Clown. Commando whooped Time Crimes. And Carter just barely squeaked past the Northmen. Right. And so those movies are going to join Snake in the Eagle's Shadow and Patterson in the Western Conference Sweet 16. Ooh, wow. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. All okay. right. All right. Move, moving out West are two movies that have already advanced. Sorry. Moving out East. east. Yeah. The movies that have advanced. Cowards Bend the Knee, a Carlo favorite, and Clue, a Steve favorite. Okay. So the first matchup. Ooh, I see one of my other favorites is in this bracket, in this bracket, in this, in this matchup. 1985 Secret Admirer starring C. Thomas Howell and Kelly Preston in a teenage romantic comedy um, versus The Silent Partner. That's a 1978 uh, anti-Christmas movie starring Elliot Gould and, and Christopher Plummer. Yes. Okay. Very different. Okay, this, is, this might be the biggest difference in styles. You have one that's a silly comedy of mix-em-ups whereas like everyone in the movie is getting mixed up with who who is admiring who and everyone thinks oh someone has a crush on them but it's actually somebody else but us the viewer we're clear like we're not in the mystery (laughs) at all and then i guess silent partner i guess it is similar because we're hip to what's happening we're hip to who stole the money right from the jump and everyone else is trying to figure it out um, so I guess, the, yeah, they are similar in, in, in that way, in, in that 
the the viewer has all the information. Yeah, yeah. So in in subtext, it, they're similar, but yeah, they couldn't be farther different in terms of style, in terms of era. You know, Silent Partner yeah. is, is re- really belongs in the decade that it's in, and yeah. as a secret admirer, you know, it's part of that whole wave of eighties teen comedies, mainly set mm-hmm. in L.A. You know, and the Valley. That's right. So. Yeah, Selling Parter set in Toronto. Um, yes, and yeah, it okay. doesn't even try to hide it. You know how some movies yeah. they tend to like pretend it's New York or Chicago, but it's actually filmed in Toronto. It actually right. is a Toronto movie. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I got to go with my favorite. I got to go with Secret Admirer. Okay, we're split because I'm I'm going with yes. Silent Partner. <laughs> okay. Have you seen okay. either of these, Jer? No, man. Oh, okay. Man. <laughs> All right. So, okay, Steve, go ahead. Why don't you start? Give okay. me your pitch. All right. Okay, go. Secret Admirer, why it's awesome. See, uh, Thomas Howell is like just peak charming. He has a really funny crew of idiot friends, and they're all trying to hook him up with the hottest chick in high school who's played by Kelly Preston. There's a makeout lane. She uh, she gets topless, I think, in the, at the makeout lane. Okay. Lori Laughlin's in this movie, famously from the USC college uh, <laughs> uh, application scandal. I thought she was in like Full House and stuff. That's what she was known for. Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's and, so um, cute, though. Yeah, like in those 80s movies, she was adorable. But yeah, it's just like it's everyone. Like you see the movie, everybody you're going to have a crush on. <laughs> it has um, a great performance from Fred Ward. Oh, yeah, as the dad. Oh, man. And yeah, D. Yeah. Wallace. And um, oh wait, and then I, th- I think I, I do have a line in here. This is when I think C. Thomas Howell comes up on on the girl he's macking on on her dad. Good evening, Mr. Fimple. Fuck you. There you go. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's uh, that's Fred Ward, by the way. That's, he plays Mr. Fimple. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of misunderstandings that happen in the movie, and I think that's actually like the best sequence. And it's funny. I'm. I'm picking against this movie, but I'm also making a case for it. Okay, let's, um, see, let's yeah. hear your case okay, for so, uh, the silent part. Okay, I think Silent Partner is like the ultimate anti-Christmas movie. You know, it's set during Christmas mm. time. It's it's so clever because the whole idea behind it is it's a guy who who's dressed up as Santa in a mall and he robs a bank, but the the bank teller played by Elliot Gould finds out that he um the santa is planning to rob the bank because he he find he's been doing this like kind of jokey thing where he traces along um or he shades in those um those deposit slips that people have okay. and he sees the note where the the santa was planning to like basically um say like hand me over the money don't you know sound the alarm so he he comes up with this elaborate system to basically take all the money, mm-hmm. so he's the silent partner of this um, mm. the Santa, and the Santa gets blamed for for all of the for stealing the money, even though he took it. But then the Santa finds out, who's played by Christopher Plummer, by the way, mm-hmm. very brutal performance. Like he, mm. oh yeah, yeah, he commits a lot of like murders <laughs> in in the movie. Mm. Uh, one particular note is like he decapitates um uh elliot one of elliot gould's girlfriends oh my god (laughs) yeah yeah so it's a very brutal movie john candy's in this yeah an early role for john candy um yeah and it's just uh i think it's a really brilliant thriller you know and uh, there is like a comic edge to it because of elliot gould being in it um and yeah that's that's my case for silent partner okay 
thank you, thank you, both of you. <laughs> um, I think I know what I would probably prefer watching. Okay, it's got to be yeah, Secret baby. Admirer. Oh, Secret Admirer. yeah, it baby. Sounds like more my like. Uh, <laughs> All right, what I sit down and watch, just so silly. Yeah, sound like it's just a classic mix em up. <laughs> it's just fun. <laughs> yeah. All right, All right. Secret Admirer. In a kind of maybe an upset, yeah, moving on a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Okay, see, hey, that's that's the way it happens here on movie food. It's kind of a wacky deal. Uh, yeah. All right, all right. We have a very interesting matchup coming up. Second matchup in the East: Blue Chips, nineteen ninety four, I believe, starring all those great NBA players and Nick Nolte. Uh, we did this. We did that up with uh, with Jade. With Jade, yeah. that's right. Yeah, the great, great Jade. Episode. Versus Knives Out. This is the, t- the 2019 Knives Out from Ryan Johnson, starring. We had a uh, first movie. Yeah, the first Benoit Blanc extravaganza. This was the one that that took place in the mansion with Anna Darmus. Yes. Um, okay, very interesting matchup here. Um, God, they they have different appeal. Both kind of fast paced. But man, yeah, like, um, yeah. Would you have? Do you have a lean here? Do you have a take? Um, oh, I'm going blue chips. I mean, you know, William Friedkin versus Ryan Johnson. No competition right there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Friedkin that's a good is point. fucking elite. Johnson yeah, is, sure. yeah, okay. mildly entertaining. <laughs> but yeah. and like, I would, I would say, blue chips is like one of the last great Friedkin movies before he kind of disappeared for a while. Um, but you know, he came back obviously with um with bug and then killer joe is so much fun but uh yeah blue chips i mean it's even like a great basketball movie like i think it's up there in terms of, of great basketball mm-hmm. movies so and you know um yeah uh, in terms of the stars you were mentioning you know it has Shaq, penny hardaway um bob Cousy playing um nick nolte's uh like assistant he's great mm-hmm. like he never misses a free throw in that scene Oh man, yeah, and that yeah, they, that actually happened. Like he, they didn't like shoot it that way. He just never missed. <laughs> Amazing, yeah. I think I got to agree. Okay. Just on the on the performance of Shaq alone, Shark, oh, so Shaq. Good. Everyone forgets how charming young Shaq was, but it's captured yeah. perfectly in this movie. He's he just he his smile jumps off the page. You want him to be in every scene. He doesn't, you know. It's just uh, Shaq, man. Yeah. And it also shows his, you know, his brute strength, you know, like the first time we see him, he's like somewhere in the bayou, like just completely like destroying everybody, like, you know, in a, you know, some. Like a warehouse. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) With like the metal (laughs) nets for the, you know, the hoop. And he's just like slamming it down. Like, you know, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. And really knives out. It, it, it's just. It's fun, and then the end. You know, all these endings aren't very good. Yeah. You know, it's just like not satisfying. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas, yeah, the blue chips did have a nice, poignant ending. Yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I ran in okay. one of all Nick right. Nolte's best performances too. I'm sold, Beautiful. guys. I want to watch it now. Yeah, I'm sold. Definitely blue watch chips, it, baby. Yeah. yeah. All right, moving on. Ooh. And oh boy, next matchup. Yeah, this is a tough one. Okay, we got. Nope, uh, from the of course uh, Jordan Peele versus Rise Roar Revolt, R R R Triple R, however you want to call it. Kind of the movie of the year, you know, according to many folk. 
um, versus you know Jordan Peele's comeback. I'm surprised they didn't get a bye week. R R R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's that surprise. well regarded. Well, um, it likes to bat. It likes to fight. You know that. <laughs> you know the, it's 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 a, it's a yeah, movie it's, of fighting. Yeah. It's and like so, that that team that can just flip the switch. Like so, they just like coast through the season. Yeah. You know they don't care what totally. seed they're they're in. They're like, yeah, I'm I'm just they're gonna beat. Seed, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't need home court advantage. You know, I'm just gonna destroy yeah. everyone. Um, but yeah, I will just say though, uh, this is a very good matchup in terms of like I mm. guess thematically, they're both like major event movies. They're like huge spectacles, like you know, um, both mm. IMAX movies too. Mm. Um, meant to be played loud. Mm. Uh. Yeah, and uh, big screen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, and, um, for a lot of people, I think, especially with um, with triple R, I'll say for uh, just for um, shortness sake, for ease. Yeah, um, is uh, yeah, it uh, it's introducing people to this filmmaker, SS uh, Rod Rajamuli. Is that how you pronounce his last name? Um, sounds right. Yeah. So, um, uh, so yeah, it it. it, it even though he's been making films for a, uh, the past decade or so, uh, this is a, a huge breakthrough for him. And I think for Jordan Peele, I mean, just even when the trailer was first dropping for Nope and just the way his name is like announced on the trailer, it was like, oh, he's at that level now, you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, that I didn't really get a sense of with us. But now it's right. like a movie can be sold on his name. It's like from Jordan yeah. Peele. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's exactly. he's, he's wow. like Spielberg, you know, Shyamalan. Like he's yeah. on that level, you know, that you can sell a movie yeah. on his name. Yeah. And um, both movies, you know, they have things that, that definitely stuck in my head. Like I still think about parts of these movies to this day. Um I'm I'm a changed person, you know, because <laughs> because of, of these films. So it's this is really tough, but I think if I like just going on me, me personally, what edges Nope ahead Ooh. of Triple R is um, the creepiness, and I, I think it's just I'm a sucker for like that kind of stuff. Really touches pushes a button for me. I think it's from seeing horror movies way too young as a kid. If something can like really creep me out, it kind of gets ahead. Even though probably R, you know Triple R is the movie that will win the awards and maybe last uh, you know be, be higher up in the pantheon. But God, some of those nope sequences, how creepy that freaking thing was! I think I got to go nope. Mm. Okay, well. I think it's no surprise where I'm going. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, huh. I mean, I, I sung praises for this movie. Um, and even though, like, I think my love for it has kind of diminished a little bit, but it's more to do with just how played mm-hmm. out it is and just, like, the revival screenings of it. Ugh, man, I got to mention this. But I, I was going to bring it up yeah. in our top 10 episode anyway. But, uh, yeah, they they had like a revival um, screening of it in IMAX at the uh, Man Ch- Chinese Theater in Hollywood, and when the Natu Natu oh. scene happens, like people got up close to the screen, up on the stage by the screen, and started dancing oh in front of the screen, and it just felt like it was so forced. Like they were doing it basically oh, for no, you know man. social media because you know yeah. people were yeah. filming it on their phones. That's 
and it was just awful. That's, that's disappointing. Yeah, just I, th- I thought it, I thought it yeah. was gonna be cool, and then it ended up not being cool. Yeah, that would, that would ruin it for me if that was my first time seeing that movie. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but but um, you know, that being said, I still hope that song wins the yeah. Oscar for best original okay. song. Mm. Okay, <laughs> um, so we're split here, huh? We're yeah. split, baby. All right, well, I'll make this easy. <laughs> I'm going nope. Oh, I'm going. Oh my hold god! On, hold on. Okay, okay. What's the? I'm going nope on nope. Oh um, no! <laughs> no. <laughs> the fake out. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> oh nope on nope. Triple R all oh, the way, baby. Man. I, I, oh man! You totally got me, you son of a bitch. Uh, I even wrote. Yeah, it got uh, me too. I wrote. <laughs> oh man! I wrote nope onto my piece of paper. No, and dude. I had to cross no, it out. Triple R, not to, not to the just the entire experience. I I watched it a second time with some friends at the house, and and it was like a whole night and evening's experience. We would pause it after each act, you know, hang out, maybe take a couple of drinks. It was just a whole nother like, all right, let's go back in. Like it was a yeah. fun experience. Let's yeah. go back I'm in. I'm sorry, nope. It's it, triple it, R it is a it is a let's go back in. All right. I'm mm-hmm. I'm definitely ha- yeah. happy it, it advanced. It definitely yeah. and it, I mean it, just it deserves um, to. On the way out for nope, I will just say that I I do feel like it's a movie that people are going to come back to cuz I I think um not a lot of people really got it. I think when it originally came out, I mean, you know, it made its money, but yeah. it's still like people consider it to be a very flawed Jordan yeah. Peele movie. But I think that's exactly why people will come back to it and kind of reclaim it, and it will yeah. have like a cult following. Yeah, so. I d- I didn't like it the first time I saw it. It took it took me a second try to really kind of lock in, and um, yeah, I think it will. Ha- it's 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 very it's a very rewatchable film. Yes. And I am curious how it holds up uh, at home um, because, yeah, I, I saw it, like, in the biggest screen possible on IMAX. Right. So, um, you know, I wonder if the spectacle kind of diminishes if you're just watching it on TV. So, yeah. All right. Triple R, congratulations. Right. You're yep. in the Sweet 16. Moving on. We have oh. some real cuties coming up. We have Over <laughs> the Garden Wall, which is not a movie, but it's a 10-part Mini series, mini series, yeah, very cute. Uh, car, uh, what's it called? It, it, you wouldn't say Adult Swim, Cartoon Network. Yeah, it's a Cartoon Network. Yeah, show. Cartoon yeah. Network show, very autumny, very dreamlike, versus <laughs> something that is the opposite of <laughs> of that level of cute. Yeah. I mean, I find him. I, I I found it to be very cute. The the surveillance cameraman. <laughs> you found this movie to be cute. Well, it's like a transgressive, like, yeah. in-your-face movie. <laughs> I, what am I looking at on IMDb for surveillance camera? Does it have an entry? Because, I mean, it's just a weird... Um, yeah, it's... Uh, it might be that one, 2018. That's weird that it has a credit. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, my God. Um, Let me go on YouTube real quick while you guys do Yeah, this. I mean, okay. that's actually where it comes from. It's from YouTube. Like, surveillance cameraman as a movie is basically just a compilation of all the videos that he had been uploading on YouTube. Um, but, yeah, I hate this matchup so much, and the reason being because I don't want to let go of either. Yeah, Because I, I love know. them. <laughs> yeah, for different reasons. <sighs> oh, man, because, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Over the Garden Wall, it's a wholesome... Uh, like, it, it, it brings us back to our childhoods, you know? Oh, so and cute. um 
Yeah, it, it's made by a guy who um uh, who is our age, so it's like he really draws on references that we were aware of, like a mixtape on actual cassette tape, you know, <laughs> those types of things. And Halloween, like it's the perfect Halloween viewing. I mean, you know, Over the Garden Wall is like a tradition for me now. You know, I have to watch it every October. Mm. Like it's that kind of yeah. um, show. Uh, but surveillance camera yeah. is something else. It's like something that really sticks with you. Like once you, can you see can it. Can you guys explain to me what that is again? Like what what is this all about? Surveillance camera, man. Just real quick. Okay. Um. All right. I'll I'll, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. So, so surveillance cameraman is basically a guy who goes up to people in public and starts filming them, and then people just wonder like, what are you doing? Yeah. And then he just says like, I'm just recording a video, and then people start getting aggro with him. You know, and he's just like saying, well, what's, why are you recording me? And he's like, well, why not? <laughs> and uh, then, and then he actually tips his hand early on in the film. And I mean, you know, as a movie, that's what's so great about it. It's really well edited because there's yes. like an actual buildup. Yes. Um, so oh, wow. it starts off with him just actually walking into a classroom. And then the teacher is like wondering, was like, uh, excuse me, like, you know, yeah. mid lecture. And then. He walks into another classroom where it's just two students who seem to be like studying, like they're in front of a laptop. And then that's where he actually tips his hand where he says, um, you know, I mean, you walk into a grocery store, you're being filmed all the time. Like, what's mm-hmm. the difference of me just standing here? But that's what the the movie kind of like reiterates over and over again is it's the fact that somebody's there as a person. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't care if like there's a yeah. surveillance camera on the street, but the fact that it's a person behind it and that he's completely anonymous. We never yeah. see him people still don't know who this guy is yeah you know um like he's maintained anonymity there's there's um uh there's some theories that he may be the same guy as vagrant holiday which is another great youtube channel (laughs) um but vagrant holiday probably has more personality i guess Mm -hmm. surveillance camera deliberately tries to refrain from saying anything and yeah very minimal very dull yeah yeah, gets so violent. Like yeah. w- one particular mem- memorable interaction is when he goes to a a laundromat where a guy's just sitting on a table and the guy just like flips the table on him. Oh my <laughs> god! Yeah, and then chases him out of the laundromat. And uh, my favorite like repeating sequence in the movie is when um uh he keeps going back to this mahjong parlor, like. <laughs> so pissed off they're like you know shooing him away you know like no 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 and you know he keeps coming back and then they start chasing him away and some of them are even trying to like throw some kicks Uh and it's just like you know he's not doing anything violent he's just standing there with a camera yeah and you know i guess it has some personal significance with me because i also tend to film like in public and some people also get very like aggressive with me when I'm sometimes I'm not even filming them. Like yeah. they're just like, what are you doing? You know, it's yeah. like they're instantly just they feel like their yeah. their privacy is being invaded. Whereas, you know, most people know that once you're in public, like actually you're already kind of consenting to being filmed. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it, it's it's when like basically somebody starts following you around, and in in the movie itself, I don't think he really follows anybody. Right? Like it's just um, uh. Yeah. Well, no, I guess he does. He does. No, no. There's some people that he walks with them That's as true. they're yeah, walking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. all right. So it sounds like, okay, I get it. I yeah. get it. All right. So mm-hmm. you guys are going to have to make a decision. Yeah. Actually, we haven't even made our pick. So yeah. what's your pick, Steve? God, I don't <laughs> want to pick. I really yeah, enjoy it. It's a hard one. I really oh, like man. Surveillance Cameraman. There, there was like just how it uncovers. It just shows there's an anger right beneath mm-hmm. the surface of, of, all, of yeah. almost all of us. 
It's like we we just we just have to be tipped yeah, it's an that artifact direction. Of, yeah, it's an artifact of human nature. Yeah, like, it's like you, we, aliens okay. can watch this and see how we are as human beings. <laughs> like that's yeah. Yeah, but that being um, said, as far as as far as an art, as far as like an art piece, the rewatchability, the cuteness, and something that I could easily recommend to almost everybody, it's I think I got to go with Over the Garden Wall. It's so well done. the The reveal at the end, the last couple episodes, and yeah. then the ability to kind of go back. I would love to watch it. And I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. Seeing all the the scenes again, the the episodes again, but from the perspective of what you know, it's just really yeah, well done. And, 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 yeah, and the rewatchability is super high. So I got to go over the garden wall. Mm. Yeah, and I have to reluctantly agree with you, Steve, because <laughs> yep, you know, I mean, yeah, the, uh, over the garden wall, as you said, all those qualities you mentioned, and you it's know, so the personal significance, oh. and yeah, I'm. Yeah, I cry at the end of Over the Garden Wall. You yeah. know, every you time. You don't do that often. You don't do that often. <laughs> yeah, I would have had to pick that one too if I if I had to choose. Okay. Yeah. So it would have. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad it, you guys agreed on that. Yeah, it's unanimous. It's just like the sad to see you go surveillance mm. cameraman, but um, yeah, yeah. Over and the sh- Garden Wall wins. And shout out to Film Rat K, who was the guest on, on those episodes, and, and kind of you, you yeah. guys <laughs> talked it out. Our longest it, episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, had to be a we two part. split in two parts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. cool. All right. Moving on. To to maybe a uh a less less of a of a tight game sort of matchup, but I don't know. We'll find out. Right. Ryan Johnson's Glass Onion versus The Nice Guys from 2016 with uh, that The Nice Guys that's with of course you got Russell Crowe and you have uh Ryan Gosling as a bumbling but kind of charming detective crew in L.A., I believe. Um, uh-huh. Okay. Um, yeah, so can I just say on the outset of this matchup, like mm. I'm really upset that Ryan Johnson shows up twice ah. in our brackets. <laughs> like no other director has two movies. Like, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey. um, but, but yeah, I think it's obvious where I'm leaning. So, uh, you know, nice guys for sure. Yeah, the nice guys was was a very. I think I agree. I, I'm just gonna m- make this easy, because okay. the nice. nice guys had that amazing scene where Ryan Gosling is doing the Lou Castello impression when he's like next to the <laughs> dead body and he can't make a noise. Yeah, um, played by RDJ. Yeah, um, <laughs> really funny movie. It, it has some yeah. really funny. Pr- performances so yeah let's let's go the nice guys and you know, and the glass onion it was fine but ultimately really poor writing especially at the end there yeah i think it's even worse than the original knives out mm-hmm. yeah okay for sure right. so okay well, there you oh go. for two oh, ryan oh. take that peace out ryan <laughs> later okay here we go last matchup <clears throat> eastern bracket oh we got a horror matchup good job jr this is good this is good yeah mm-hmm. Halloween Ends versus Scream 5. Scream 5 came out at the beginning of the year. We got Halloween Ends more recently. Man, oh, man. We got Ghostface versus Michael Myers and Corey, the great Corey Cunningham. (laughs) Um, My initial lean is Halloween. I really Mm. liked the Corey Cunningham storyline. 
and although this the new scream was fun it was cool to be back in, in, in Stu mocker's house and kind of mocking it up um there was something in the style of the Corey cunningham stuff that just got me i know it pissed off a lot of other halloween fans but i can only vote for myself and i was in okay yeah i mean before i make my pick i can actually make a case for both oh, and yeah, then baby. what gives it the edge um Perfect. so yeah I, i'll say with halloween ends i mean you know it's made by a better filmmaker um you know david gordon green mm-hmm. has yeah. proven that he's he's great you know with with stuff he's done in the past um but he also is out of his depth i think in horror uh <laughs> that's what i'll say but um also you know the the moment in the middle of the film which feels like a david gordon green movie like the earlier david gordon greens like you know um george washington and all the real girls not pineapple express or your highness but <laughs> um was the yeah that that sweet like middle section of the movie where you know um mm. cory and uh who's the uh lori's daughter what's her her name uh ali matichak yeah that's the actress what's her character's name do you remember okay um, let's, let's pull it up real quick. I'm oh, yeah. Andy, Ma- Andy, Andy Matichek, and then the character oh, yeah, matter is Allison. Allison. Allison, yeah, Allison. So, yeah, we're, they're having that sweet moment. You know, they're riding on the motorcycle with the wind in their hair. That's so beautiful, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. there's nothing like that in Scream 5. Like, you know, there's no lyrical moment in Scream 5. Scream 5 is just like a relentless kind of killing <laughs> movie. A lot, of, a lot of stabs, high stab count. Yeah, and bringing back, you know, the the final survivors of the cast. And it's interesting that it's not really a spoiler, but for the trailers for Scream 6, I mean, you know, the, it's been in the news that basically um, Nev Campbell wasn't invited. Or there's some misunderstanding. She's not going to be in the new Scream, even though, you know, she her character, Sidney Prescott, uh, still survived again, <laughs> yet again. Right. But we, we do say goodbye to, like, a long time... Uh, survivor slash cast member in that movie um which was kind of sad but you know it, it's like inevitable you know um, you get this far five movies in you know you gotta yeah kill certain legacy uh characters um uh, and a really fun performance from mikey madison yes I yes thought. exactly yes she is fantastic especially in the end where she's basically the stew <laughs> At the yeah. end, of, uh, after the reveal, and you know, she also plays a killer in um in Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, also mm-hmm. equally like deranged and turned up to eleven, um yeah, which is great because uh, I I started actually watching uh, the show that she's on with um, Pamela Adlon called Better Things, and mm. you know she's just playing a teenage daughter who's you know who has all the hormones and. Uh, issues of being a teenage sure. daughter but um you know this, this kind of insanity that she's playing with these two movies is great and that's really it like i really prefer that's why i would give the edge to scream five because of the cast uh, i'm blanking on the girl who's also going to be in the sec uh in the sixth one who's like she was the lead also in in the heights um she plays sam I like her a lot. Uh, she's a great Melissa pre- Barrera. Yeah, Melissa Barrera. So she's a great screen presence. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, the person who's become the biggest star of of the of of this cast is um, Jenna Ortega. Mm-hmm. You know, of Wednesday fame, and she's also going to be back in the next movie. Um, uh, I mean, uh, uh, Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan's uh, 
kid uh, who play who also plays Huey in The Boys. He's great. <laughs> uh, Jack, Jack Wade. Wade. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's what I I think gives the edge to Scream Five to me is I enjoyed the cast a lot better than. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so it sounds Halloween like we're split. Ends. Yep. All right. Jerry, okay, step all in right, here, guys. We need you, buddy. I'm 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 giving this to Scream. I'm giving it nice. to Scream. I saw Scream. I do agree with all of the casting points that Carlo yeah. made. And I just feel like Halloween's never going to end, dude. It's just fucking... They're <laughs> lying. Yeah. It's a lie. It's a lying <laughs> title, so fuck you. It's a very... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the one thing. Scream will not lie to you. Yeah. No. Don't lie to me. And and that's the cool thing about the ghost face gimmick. It's like you don't... It's like it's really easy just to add more, add more, add more. Whereas yeah. like with Michael Myers, he's an old man. He's hanging out in his sewer. Like, like what's happening? Yeah, you know? there's only one Michael Myers, but there's many ghost face killers exactly you know? um okay. and i mean you know the next one i'm already looking forward to it's set in new york so yeah it could be anyone <laughs> who it, who is ghost based this time around it, it right. could be maybe pete davidson or something like, oh no <laughs> oh fuck oh man all right so okay. should we you guys recap with the yep. eastern yeah. conference yeah okay here's here's the recap of the east secret admirer advanced over silent partner blue chips <sighs> yeah. beat out knives out Triple R, eked past Nope, over the garden wall. Also in a in a tight race with surveillance cameraman, but over the garden wall advanced. Nice guys, clean sweep of glass onion and scream, beats out Halloween ends. And those yeah. movies again are meeting Clue and Cowards Bend the Knee. In the Sweet Sixteen oh, Eastern oh, oh, oh. Conference, here we go. We we, we have our, our Sweet Sixteen. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so we, we get to do it again. All right. Um, I mean, it should be a little faster as we go on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah, already we got go. our Unless cases. the matchup is tough. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Snake in the Eagle's Shadow, Jackie Chan's debut uh, kung fu comedy, versus Jackass Forever. To me, it's it's not even close. Snake in the Eagle's Shadow advances. This is yeah. Jackie Chan's debut. It's got so many memorable training scenes and fight scenes. It's moving on, baby. Yeah, I mean, this is just, uh, like purely by chance that they ended up matching up together because we wouldn't have predicted it. Because uh, you know they're both like physical comedies, you know. <laughs> like, oh yeah, but, but um, yeah, and that's just, amazing. You know, risk taking, you know, uh, risking their bodies. But yeah, I mean, you know, Jackass Forever is not even the best Jackass movie. So, uh, right. But whereas Snake in the Eagle Shadow, I think, is like you know probably in in Jackie's like top ten. Of all time, yeah, yeah, hundred percent, dude. Steve, you gotta have a sound clip from that, no? (laughs) Oh, let's see. There's so many classic lines. Did in the so many classic lines. I'm not a preacher. I'm a fighter. (laughs) (laughs) So good. We used to, Carlo. We used to be able to quote almost the entire movie. We would watch it that often that Mm. we. Me, Jonathan, Steve, like we would know <laughs> almost every line of that nice. movie. So okay. I think you watched the dubbed version. Yeah, yeah, we had one particular VHS that we owned. I don't know where it is anymore. <laughs> so whatever that version is, we saw the most. But yeah, the dubbed yeah. one was hilarious. Yes. Yeah. yeah, here, here, James. Here's the the uh, fat kid. Teach uh, Chewy. I've seen guys smashing through bricks. Fantastic. Can your men do that? Uh, it's very simple for us. Mr. Lung, show the young master how you break bricks. 
Right. The bricks. Right. The bricks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, did you It's such a good movie. So good. Oh, it's brilliant. All right. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a 4 0 beatdown right there. Yeah, that's a beatdown. Beautiful. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Here we go. Moving on in the West, we got Beavis and Butthead do the universe versus Los Angeles plays itself. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. What a matchup. Oh, wow. This is ultimate highbrow, lowbrow. <laughs> um, you know, obviously, Los Angeles plays itself. It's like, it's it's stimulating you. It's it's like making you think. It's making you. It's, it's a real teacher. It's teaching you things. It's showing you things that you maybe hadn't yeah. seen or thought about. But I, 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 won't, I wouldn't diminish its entertainment value, too, because, you know, it's drawing from very entertaining films. Right. You know, and you, you see Los uh, I mean, I, I would imagine if, if Beavis and Butthead was set in L.A. and also, like, not animated. <laughs> Where is Beavis and Butthead set? Is it set in a particular city? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah. Steve, would you know this one? It's like some sort of suburb. Yeah, Ooh, like I'll I would Google. think it, I would think it's like New Mexico or Texas or something. That makes sense. But yeah, because yeah, uh, Mike Judge is from from Texas. Yeah, um, where is Beavis? That's <laughs> a trivia question right there. Highland, Texas. Oh, there you go, Highland. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Good to know. Cool fun fact. Hey. I mean, I really want to pick Beavis and Butthead just because of how dumb it is, and I really enjoyed <laughs> it, but. Los Angeles plays itself is is a great movie. I think it definitely deserves to advance. Yep, I I would say as well. Los Angeles plays yeah. itself. Okay, hands Very down. Nice. Sorry, nice. Beavis and Butthead. Hey, hey, making it to to the Sweet Sixteen. That's nothing Pretty to be good. ashamed of there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, matchup. moving on. Just, all right. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. Licorice Pizza versus Commando. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Both equally PTA. rewatchable. Oh, <laughs> yeah. A lot of funny um, lines. Yep. You know, I think, you know, when, when Commando has slight edge in action, but Licorice Pizza, you know, there is some a lot of running. Yeah. And you have that scene with the van going down the hill into uh, the, the LA. Truck. The truck. And yeah. That, yeah. The and truck. Actually being driven by Alana. And that's similar to in, in Commando, there's a scene where there i think the police have arrested arnold and the and the cindy fires a bazooka at the truck in the middle of <laughs> wow. the la night street and yeah. it, it, it kind of a similar look. that licorice pizza has more running than command oh yeah yeah for sure but they're also both mm-hmm. movies that are mostly set in the valley wow yeah commando you know sherman oaks mall you know, is heavily right. featured. Mall scenes, a yeah. lot of mall scenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's it gonna be, guys? What's going on? Burbank Airport redressed as yeah, the, <laughs> as yeah. Valverde. Oh, <laughs> the yeah. Valverde Airport. Yeah, but it's misspelled. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm I'm going Commando. Oh man. Well, you know, I I gotta go with Licorice Pizza because it's just the craft mm-hmm. again. I I go back the to craft. that like filmmaking. It's just, uh, yeah, and I, I, if if I was like deciding what to put on, like, yeah, I, I would, I would put on the Grish Pizza again, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Cool. So it's split, huh? Yep. Split, baby. All right, Commando. Ooh. It's not moving forward. Oh. I have to. <laughs> uh, yeah, as of like, I would just feel I feel silly picking Commando over Licorice Pizza just because mm. of this. It's just such a, a well-made movie. 
the cast is 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 quite well it's quite well i just like how like her whole family's in that movie and it just it just works yeah i i would just feel like wrong picking it over just like just pure arnold action i'm sorry Uh, (laughs) with high mm -hmm. body count yeah over 100 yeah kills i'm going licorice pizza on that one okay licorice pizza beats out arnie wow Mm -hmm. amazing Mm -hmm. that's that that's kind of how it goes down here (laughs) yeah all right Last matchup in the Sweet 16 in the West, we got Carter versus a Carlo favorite, yes. 2016's Patterson, starring Adam Driver. Yeah. Oh, t- another tough one. But, this is uh, tough because these are two of your favorites. This is going to be a, yes. tough, a tough battle for you, Carlo. Yeah, one more recent, one that's kind of been with me for the past uh, – Six years? <laughs> no, when when did it come out? Twenty sixteen. Oh no, it's almost seven yeah. years. Mm-hmm. Man. Uh well, you know. One tugs on your visual strings, one tugs on your heart strings. Mm-hmm. Um, well, before I make my obvious pick, what's what's your pick, Steve? Oh man. Between these two movies, the one that I'm gonna think about the most is gonna be Carter. Whoa. Um it's because of the sequences. Now, it's, it's one of those things where it's like in a year, some of these martial arts sequences might get erased by better martial arts sequences. So it actually could go away. But in this moment, that was more memorable to me than this guy's beautiful, enjoy life while you can. The vibes of Patterson are really good. Oh, yeah. my God. The vibes are good. But All right. <laughs> what stands out to me is uh, the, it, it, I'm a fighting guy. <laughs> All righty. Well, I'll make my case for Patterson then. Okay. okay. <laughs> cool. So, um, well, yeah, Patterson, uh, there's just so much inherent bias. I mm. mean, you know, uh, Jim Jarmusch is one of my all-time favorite filmmakers. And it was almost like a comeback for him because, I mean, you know, he was just kind of coasting along, I felt, with the movies that he was making up until that point. Like, he hadn't really made a film that felt like he was truly invested in it. Like, I, I mean, I would even say up until, like, Ghost Dog. Like, you know, so it was almost like two decades of, or a decade and a half of just, you know, even though I'm, I love Broken Flowers as well, like, and, you know, it's something I would revisit. Like, it's just not as like engaged as he is with Patterson. Like it's his first movie in a long time that it felt like, man, he's really putting himself in this movie. Mm. And you know, it's also a movie that convinced me of Adam driver's ability to be, you know, a lead (laughs) in a movie. I've never really been a fan of his and uh, you know, like over time, like some of his other stuff he did after this are, are pretty bad too. Cause I think he just has a limited range, but the movie makes such good use of it. And ultimately, like, it was something I needed to see. It It's one of these movies that came out, like, at the very end of the year. Like, it was December 28th of 2016. And 2016 was such a rough year for me personally. So I needed that, like, to see yeah. that movie at the very end. And it's just, like, this nice yeah. ambient film. It's, like, it. it's a life that I would dream of living, which is just basically, you know, he drives a bus, but he, he has time to write his poetry and he... He lives with his wife or his partner, and they just, like, you know, live a nice, like, hmm. ordinary life. Yeah. And it's just that a week nice. in his life. Okay, yeah. that's, a good, that's a good pitch. Yeah, yeah that's really mm. nice. Yeah. I, I do like that, how 
personal this is to you, yeah. Carlo. Mm. But fuck that, man. That one <laughs> shot. The, that one. <laughs> Carter all the way, baby. Oh, shit. <laughs> sorry, Carlo. Oh, I'm sorry, man. dude. Um, bus driver. I know. <laughs> my bad, dude. But this wow. time, Korean action goes all the way, baby. <laughs> Damn. What um, an upset. Oh, yes, unbelievable. <laughs> They it worked so hard to get that that division yeah. lead and only <laughs> oh. to be eliminated in the first oh, round shit. or the second round. Okay, yeah. well, man, sorry. it is what oh. it is. It is oh. what it is. Okay, wow, that's tough. That's tough. Oh, that was exciting. That <laughs> was exciting. Yeah, okay. that was like a rapid second round. Yeah, so, uh, so yeah, you we're, recap, we're tearing Steve? through here. Okay, Snake in the Eagle's Shadow stomped out Jackass. Los Angeles plays itself. Beat. Beavis and Butthead do the universe. Mm. Licorice Pizza. Beat. Commando. And Carter with the upset over the great Patterson. Oh. Okay. So they, those four movies move on to the Elite Eight. Snake mm. and the Eagle's Shadow. Los Angeles plays itself. Licorice Pizza. And Carter versus... You know, you know what's funny? If the Northmen advance, would the Northmen be... In the in the elite eight, you know, it's like it's it's a, like it's it's one of those kind of the wacky deals in, in the bracket. What would it have gone against Patterson? A Patterson? It would have it, nah. it would have gone against Patterson, and it yeah. might have been in that same <laughs> no. same zone. No, no. Oh, sp- speaking of the Northmen, I have a quick r- reverse correction. Okay. So on the last step, we were talking. We were talking about the name of the sword mm. that uh, Amleth kind of comes across in the Northmen, and I said it was called the Undead, and you then you said no, 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 no. It's called uh, the Nightblade, mm. and so we did a correction and retraction on me. I went back and I pulled this audio. This is why I thought it was called the uh, the Undead. Another. Its name, Troyhar, the undead. So that's very clear oh. cut. Apparently, the name might be the undead, but then he definitely refers to it as Nightblade at some point. What the fuck? <laughs> I, so I think both work. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so I'm retracting the correction. I think we were both right there. Yeah, I mean, what is that Viking? What what does that? The the first part that he says, like, what does that even mean? Like, what's the literal translation for it? I'm curious. Yeah, Droigark, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, pretty good, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Okay, so so we're still pitching a perfect season in season two. Like, we're, everything's on the up and up. We're good. All right. I'm wondering. I'm wondering if we can make it through without a correction. We'll, we'll find <laughs> we'll out. See. Okay, moving on to the east. Cowards bend the knee. Carlo Ooh. favorite. Hockey film twenty or two thousand and three from Guy Madden versus a Steve Bush favorite. Oh my gosh, Secret Admirer. Uh, yeah, two we got two going favorites against. Go, going against. I think these two. Uh, we might have even talked about these two in the same episode. So that's kind of a funny that they're that they're, yeah, they're matching up that here. They're going up against each other. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, it's got really good films. I really enjoyed Cowards Bend the Knee. It's a wacky, weird, surrealistic movie about hockey and abortions. And um, <laughs> God, God, what else? Oh, yeah, man. how else okay. would you describe Cowards Bend? Um, I mean, it, it's basically Guy Madden's first attempt at his uh, 
making his autobiography, but it's set during a period that he was he didn't even live through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Guy Madden has been making a career on making modern silent movies or even like early sound films. So it looks and feels that way. Like I think he even uses the same cameras and film stock that silent movies used. But uh, the the new thing that was kind of added with this film was that uh, it's a lot more dynamic than his early work. You know, uh, it was really because of this short film called Heart of the World, which was like really fast paced, like he used montage in a really interesting way. And he uses it in this feature, which actually originally was an installation. It, it You know, it's, it's only an hour long. That's another thing that it has going for mm-hmm. it. It's only 60 yep. minutes. And each um, so each chapter I think is is six minutes. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Um, so six, 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 six or eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the way it worked as an installation was you actually went from one um, like kind of booth to another and watched each segment. Um, and it was kind of done in the old way of like you know the the old Nickelodeons where you're you're peering through um, a device to watch it. Um, so yeah, it's it's really again the attention to detail. It features a Filipina Canadian in Melissa yeah. Dionisio, and she's great in it. And it's too bad she hasn't been in anything else since right. then. Um, but yeah, it's just a, a beautiful reimagining of one's autobiography by setting it in a time period that you've never been. In. And it's a great hockey movie. Like the hockey scenes yeah. mm-hmm. in it are brilliant. Old time yeah. hockey. Okay, so this is so a split. old time. Yeah, we're split. We're split. Yes. We're split on this. Although I really liked, I you know, I I, I recommend Coward's Bend the Knee, but I got to go with my favorite secret admirer here, which you've already heard about, Jer. Okay. Well, here here's my pick then. Um, I'm liking this hour runtime. <laughs> yeah, baby. Canadian, yeah, baby. Canadian, Filipino. We're going Coward's Bend the yeah, Knee. Yeah, baby. So, yeah, we're <laughs> All going right. Coward's Bend the Knee. Oh, man. <sighs> What, a one-hour movie is just <laughs> yeah. I like yeah. that time frame. I like that a lot, <laughs> dude. Yep. Oh man, yeah. yeah. It packs a lot into that hour yeah. too. That's great. Yeah. Mm. Okay, moving on. Cowards, way to go, All buddy. Right. Okay. All right. Next in the east, uh, blue chips versus triple R. Oh, okay. Man. <laughs> uh, These are very different. Very different, but um. When it comes to this matchup, I got to go Triple R. Triple R is just the cinematography, the sequences, the fighting. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm, is, I, is it safe to say at this point that Triple R is basically like the KD Warriors? <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> tough. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like pretty, they, yeah. they just seem like such an unbeatable yeah, team. Yeah, it's pretty tough. Like, but we, hey, we're not done yet. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. I'm. I'm going triple R yeah. as well. That's yeah. what I'm. Yeah. yeah. I, mine doesn't yeah. matter anymore. But yeah, triple R too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Okay. Mm. All right. Congratulations. Moving on. Our la- our last couple matchups here in the Sweet 16. We got mm. over the garden wall versus the nice guys. Um. To me, it's over the garden wall, kind of in a four, in, a, in like a gentleman sweep, like four one, like over the yeah. garden wall. I could watch right now, whereas the nice guys, you, you kind of would have to twist my arm a little bit. Yeah, you got to be yeah. in the mood. Okay. Yeah, Go and I, I, I tend to watch, um, like, uh, yeah, I guess this is the the thing that's interesting about this matchup is when I watch them. And like, even though I, I did say, um, over the garden wall is like a Halloween October tradition, I can watch over the garden wall any time of the year. 
you know yeah, whereas um uh nice guys it is very much a christmas movie for me like mm-hmm. i i would only watch it around christmas time so cool All yeah right. that was good. so over so the garden sounds, wall over the garden Gentlemen wall sweep congratulations and our last matchup to fight for the last elite eight spot we got scream versus clue 1985's clue the last movie they, they gotta buy jr have you seen clue just um, not, curious no, here. I have not. Okay, oh, I have not seen Clue. 1985's Clue. It's it's a uh, one of the it's great. Looks like I want comedies. It's it's a whodunit. It's Tim Curry and an amazing cast. Everybody is funny. Everyone Colleen is performing. Camp. I, 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 I got a shout out, Colleen Camp. I do like that. Okay, <laughs> shout out as the great Yvette. That yep. um, and it's just it's funny. It's short. It's only about 85 minutes or so. <laughs> I like how you guys are and selling <laughs> runtime on me now. <laughs> <laughs> and unlike Glass Onion and Knives Out and some of these other kind of whodunit kind of films where you're trying to figure out who the murderer is, they give you three endings, three yeah. different oh, options. That's yeah, And, and that's what makes it amazing. It. Yeah, okay. and in the original release, you didn't know which one you would see. Like it was totally right. random I in movie that. theaters. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's kind of like Star Tours. Yeah, <laughs> but it, yeah, it, it's like Star Tours. Yeah. yeah, but on like the I guess the digital and the like the Blu-ray copy, um, it it gives you all three endings all in, right. in, on the. So Blu-ray, what's so. what's your pick, Carlo? I mean, uh, no match. It's yeah, it's, it's really it's, cool. Yeah, yeah, okay. because Scream yeah, I'm on Clue. Just, it's not Clue even the it best is. Scream movie. <laughs> all so, right, nice. Yeah, Clue. It's unanimous. All right, so round so our our um, our elite eight. Congratulations! We got Snake in the Eagle's Shadow, Los Angeles plays itself, Licorice Pizza, Carter, Cowards Bend the Knee, Triple R, Over the Garden Wall, and Clue. Wow, this is this is a good eight. Like this collection here, like put these in your basket to hand out at at Easter and Christmas and Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. Like these are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. Sad sad to see them go, but here we go. We're going to move on to see who makes it to the final four. Mm, Snake right. in the Eagle's Shadow versus Los Angeles plays itself. Oh, boy. Carlo, what you got, man? <laughs> this is a tough one. I mean, yeah, because uh, yeah, I've only seen Snake in the Eagle's Shadow once, but I've watched Los Angeles plays itself several times. And mm. I may just throw a curveball here, even though I know, like, I mm-hmm. probably would lean towards Snake. Uh, I'm I'm going with Los Angeles plays itself. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Clean it up. I'm going Snake in the Eagle Shadow. <laughs> yeah. Um. Sorry, Los yeah. Angeles plays itself, but <laughs> clean it up. You're out of here. You up. gotta clean up your act. <laughs> Oh, I knew it wasn't gonna hold up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I, just to make oh, it especially fun. with me and Steve. Yeah, yeah. Like me and Steve I, I knew it was gonna that. be. We knew. Yeah, yeah it was no gonna way. be unanimous, but I just yeah. thought it's I'd unfair. throw it in there. Yeah. Okay. Hey, all right. That still impressive run for impressive Los Angeles run players stuff to make to, yeah. to make it the, yeah. all the way out of here. Really yeah, good. Pretty good. Okay. Licorice Pizza versus Carter. Oh, wow. Oh, that's just a little tough. Okay. Yeah, one's from 2021, one's from 2022. Yeah, a lot of running. I don't think there's a one has a lot of one takes. One uh, has a lot of two two not, person shots. Yeah, no, there's there's some long takes in um in Licorice Pizza when they go to that teen fair. 
Oh yeah, that, yeah. That's like oh, one that's like right. there continuous are some good tracking tape. shot, yeah. and then when he gets arrested, it's another like tracking mm-hmm. shot on the way out. Yeah, there's there's some, mm-hmm. and I mean, I think even the yeah the whole getting gas with the with the truck sequence is like yeah that that has a lot of long mm-hmm. takes in it too. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. God, that's a tough one. Yeah, these are these there's bo- one that I like more. Okay. I like Carter more. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I get that new Steve. Oh. <laughs> and knew so it. what gives Carter the edge over licorice pizza? Just um I, like rewatchability for me. I oh, I could like I I want to see the airplane scene again. <laughs> whereas like in whereas licorice pizza, I like some of the sequences. I like the vibe. I like the hanging outness. Mm. But I really didn't like the ending. I really didn't like some like the the overall thrust of the plot. You know, it was a lot more of like we're just hanging out. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's why I got to go with Carter because it it just gave, gave me more of what I like. Okay, Carl. gotcha. Yeah, we're split. I mean, I'm God. I'm going licorice pizza because ooh baby. Uh, I I I th- I think it's really more just time will tell kind of thing, and I think yeah. um licorice pizza just has that edge because you know i mm-hmm. mean i both like these movies spoiler mm-hmm. alert maybe that carter is in my top three of last year uh and licorice pizza was in my top three of the the previous year but it's just like wow two top threes going at it amazing yeah and and you know like licorice pizza just holds up it's like any medium yep. i mean you know i carter was just a direct to netflix release but yep. you know, I saw Licorice Pizza in the theater, and then I saw it again on Amazon Prime, and it still looks great. Actually, I would say it even looks better on TV than it did in the theater because you know I saw the mm-hmm. digital. I didn't see the the seventy millimeter screening, but man, yeah, like yeah, yeah, cool PTA cinematography, man. I mean, you know, the this yeah, top the, notch. Yeah, the I guess the acrobatic feat of the cinematography in Carter is also impressive in itself but it's just licorice pizza you know i think it it holds up all right yeah all right it's up to me (laughs) (laughs) come on jer um yeah i I think one of these uh is an instant classic uh, when it (gasps) came out and it it has to be licorice pizza oh i think the breakout performances by alana heim uh was it hoffman cooper hoffman yeah. Um, yeah. It was just. It was really great to see on screen, and yeah. it's uh, if it's on, I'll leave it on. Leave it around the background. It's something that I would leave on. Mm. Uh, Carter's is so fun, Steve. I'm sorry, but um, mm. sometimes sometimes it's too crazy. I'm not. I couldn't be. <laughs> I, I couldn't. It has to be a, a certain yeah. time of the day and mood for me. Yeah, and, and on totally. on its way out, I will just say that that extended flashback sequence was unnecessary. Like you know, uh, they could have cut that part out yeah. you know like i didn't yeah, need to yeah. know i mean or they could have just made it like a quick montage it didn't need to be yeah. like this drawn out yeah sequence you know? now a, a question for you carlo if it was licorice pizza versus patterson oh patterson all the <sighs> oh, way oh shit yeah yeah <laughs> wow yeah patterson it, it, just it, it almost that sucks power. that carter even uh, had to d- eliminate yeah. patterson so yeah. early <laughs> like i would say carter <laughs> is that kind of spoiler team that it's like they were they're like the denver nuggets in the bubble yeah you know that was just like they they had those three one comebacks and then they just like folded against the lakers in the western conference oh yeah so yeah that's good good Good. that's That's a a good one metaphor yep licorice pizza surprise in the final four way to go yeah pta Mm -hmm. 
All right, here we go. Going going back east. Oh boy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cowards bend the knee versus Triple R. Come on, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, I I already know how this is gonna end, but you know I I'm still gonna put my vote in for for cowards. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Triple R. Yeah. The, yeah. We know how this is gonna end. Not yeah. to. Not to. Yeah. Not yeah. to. Not to. Um, it's going. Yeah. Cowards way. is basically a Dame Lillard. Uh, Blazers going up against right. KD. Sure, that's it. Warriors. Your your basketball <laughs> analogies are fantastic. Yeah, yeah. But two by two by two by team movies are gone. Yeah. Wow. That's right. Cowards got the bye. Patterson. Yeah, both my favorites. Cl- yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Well, we'll see if we get a second bye team okay. in the final four here with this matchup. I don't know. Over the Garden Wall. Surprise here in the Elite Eight. Versus Clue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Over the Garden Wall really is the Cinderella team because, like, it's not a movie. They are. (laughs) You know, and I mean, you could say it's first matchup, first round matchup. Uh, Surveillance Cameraman is also a Cinderella team because it's like, Mm -hmm. it's also not a movie. It's just a YouTube channel. Yeah. (laughs) Basically, that somebody edited together. It's Um, like UC Santa Barbara or something. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. like, yeah, Over the Garden Wall is like, Davidson, it's like Steph Curry's Davidson team, like <laughs> making it far. Yeah, it's yeah. like it, it. It shouldn't even be in the same division, almost. Like yeah. you know, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going with over the garden wall. Ooh. Like it's the little train that could, you know, <sighs> it's it is yeah. moving on, oh moving God. along. I believe. Yeah. <laughs> God, I love. I'm gonna go Clue because it's my favorite. But mm. over the I yeah, over the garden wall is really yeah. good. Really, really good. Okay, yeah. so now it's up to me again, huh, guys? Yeah, that's right. We're leaning on you a lot, Jerry. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Holy shit! <Yeah>. Okay, that's <laughs> why um, we need the third uh, person. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me give you a clue as to what I'm gonna pick. <laughs> it's the cartoon. Oh, over the garden oh, wall, baby! Wow, I'm really, really excited to watch this. I, I, I'm. This is of, of all the things I have not seen on this list. I'm most Dude, excited to see over good. the garden wall. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna start it's tonight. Good. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. I mean, tonight. I think the upset here is is almost like a yeah three one comeback for <laughs> over the garden oh, wall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, yeah, because Clue is such a powerhouse, and you know, <sighs> but. You know, one team has to go home. All right, Steve. <laughs> one team has to go home. Here yeah. we go. Sorry, Clue. Yep. Okay. Final four. Great final four. Snake in the Eagle's Shadow, Licorice Pizza, Triple R, and Over the Garden Wall. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Over the Garden Wall. Made it to the final four. Dang. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's, br- let's bring this baby home. Okay. Snake in the Eagle's Shadow versus Licorice Pizza. I'm going to go Snake in the Eagle's Shadow just because of the originality, the rewatchability, the iconic fight scenes, Jackie being funny. Um, and, of course, you know, I think a lot of the training sequences got got mapped into, like, Tekken and all kinds of stuff. Um, yeah, I'm going Snake. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, I'm still going for Rikers Pizza. I'm still, yeah, yep. yep, pushing for it, you know. Um, but maybe I don't know. Uh, is it the end of the road? <laughs> okay. We'll JR likes both of these. So, I like both so of these this is gonna, a lot. I like both of these yeah. movies a lot. I watched Licorice Pizza twice. I got I got addicted to their music. Mm. Um, hey, baby. Heim, or Heim? Heim. Yeah. Heim. Yeah. Heim. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, you know, one of Jackie's best. Super funny. Great choreography. Uh, what, Yun Wooping? Yun Wooping? Uh, yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I... I'm I, I'm sad that it has to go to me because what's near and dear to my heart is Snake in the Eagle Shadow. Oh. I, I can't say no. Um, you know, if it was any maybe any other person in the world, honestly, probably it mm. would have been Licorice Pizza. But um, Snake is moving on. Western know. Conference yeah. champion. <laughs> yeah, West champ from the East. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. oh yeah, yeah, the Far East. Yeah, from the yeah, East. From the east. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, love it. All right, and so that advances to the championship game where it will meet the winner of Triple R versus Over the Garden Wall. (laughs) God, I don't want to choose, guys. (laughs) This is tough. It's tough. This one could, yeah, okay. Um, Well, you know, uh, I I don't know what else to add to, like, make the case for – because now it, it it's like a popularity contest, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what that's that's yeah. what it's coming down to, and and I always root for the underdog. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to go with over the garden wall again, just because. Uh, I mean, you know, in terms of running time, <laughs> if we were gonna go down to that, yeah. like over the garden wall is ten episodes, but it's still only like maybe ninety minutes wow. total. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, all the episodes are around like eleven minutes long. Um, so it's the length of an ordinary film, whereas Triple R is three hours. It's a full three hours. Um, oh, and very full um, three hours. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, Jr. told that story about like you know how you can spend the night and it's a and, whole night. Yeah, it's a whole evening's thing. Yeah, yeah watch it with your friends yeah. and you know take breaks in between the acts. Um, but mm. you can do that per episode with Over True. the Garden Wall. True. You True. know, um, and it, it also is kind of bingeable. Uh, you can watch the episodes back to back, and yeah, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. going with over the garden wall. Woo! Yeah. All right, Steve. Be amazing. Mm-hmm. These are these are the two long watches, along with Los Angeles plays itself, no doubt. Mm. Man, they both offer so many different things. You got the fighting, you got the mustache, but you got Wurt and his angst and you got Greg and he's <laughs> he's like so freaking cute he reminds me of of, of my youngest yeah. um what movie would i want to watch now what what show would i want to put on and recommend i oh, i think i know i am going with over the garden wall Whoa! Whoa! 2016 Cleveland Cavs over I, the Garden Wall. I was not even <laughs> the involved Warriors. here. I was not even involved in this one. Holy wow. moly. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Oh. And I think that is a surprise, but it like in looking at it, it makes sense. I would, I do like Over the Garden Wall, I think more, more as a thing than Triple yep. R, which is odd. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, my God. Odd on paper, but it, may, it makes sense in my heart. Yeah, this is incredible. This is going to be crazy. What a weird matchup. (laughs) The movie food championship. Snake in the Eagle's Shadow versus (laughs) Over the Garden Wall. Man, oh, man. And this is a tough Mm. matchup, man. Um, 
So wait, are you guys finishing this now? Or should I watch over the garden wall and have a fair shot at this? Yeah, I think episode? that would be the fair thing. <laughs> you Obviously, I'm very biased. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And if, it, if we split here, it's still not going to be fair in my opinion. Yeah. I think you need to watch. I don't think I should watch it. And and then I will jump in on your next episode. I mean, this is an idea. We don't have to, but I can jump in the next episode and and, and maybe be the tiebreaker. The cliffhanger here. Cliffhanger could be fun. (laughs) Okay. And then just have another segment. Perfect. Yeah. So, so, so tune in for the next step. We'll, we'll break down the championship matchup between Snake and the Eagle's Shadow versus Over the Garden Wall. Amazing. This has been wow, an amazing bracket. What a crazy bracket. <laughs> so j- just in looking back, yeah, what were some of the, the matchups that were just unbelievable? I think um I think yeah, Patterson Carter, you know, if if, if Patterson could have advanced, it might have knocked out mm-hmm. licorice pizza. It was definitely the upset that you just you always are, are gonna think, man, what if they made it? What yeah. if they made it? What yeah. if they made it? Yeah. Yeah, and you mentioned Jr. That uh, you you're gonna watch over the Garden Wall. I mean, you have to now because yeah, it's in the course. final. But what were the other titles where you were like, yeah, just based on what we were saying, like all oh, like stuff that I've out. never seen. Yeah. Um, I would for sure say um, Los Angeles plays itself. Okay. Definitely. Mm. Uh, I'm really got interested. the Blu-ray for that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not great with like, um, like. You know, sort of like you know, just like filming people like raw footage and like <laughs> yeah. I, I, sometimes I cringe and I can't watch it. So I'm not too excited for surveillance cameraman. I, mm-hmm. I might cringe yeah. too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but for sure, Los Angeles plays itself. Um, I think I definitely want to watch um, Secret Admirer. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, baby. Um, and then the last one I really uh, actually two two mm-hmm. movies I really want to see now because of this bracket is clown yes clown yes. and clue oh yeah clown and clue i really that would actually be this. a good double feature right? yeah we should we should plan the night carlo <laughs> yeah. yeah that'd be great yeah yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Would, that would be a fun <laughs> double feature i would say that's yeah. that's a good double feature like date night kind of deal mm-hmm. yeah like mm-hmm. both, both yeah me and good. carlo's date night. yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I, i'm yeah, not yeah. sure if any ladies would appreciate clown it's yeah. it's definitely a guy movie oh yeah <laughs> yeah that's true yeah they'll just All be right, grossed out exciting man this is a great list, guys. Yeah, yeah. man, not we'll bad see, for huh? first season, and it ends on a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, awesome. Well, hey, um, Jr., do you have do you have a little more time? Um, what, what do you want to do? What you got? We have a quick. That uh, I thought to wrap up this uh, episode, we can play a little trivia game with you. Okay, let's do it. The game, the game, don't blow it. The game. All right. So this is a game we stole from my friend's podcast, the, the MILFcast. Shout out to Kai. Uh, we've only played it a couple times. The scores you're trying to beat, Kai has a 16 and Carlo got a 12. Wow. Okay. The way the game works, you, you get three movies. Okay. And you're, gonna, you're trying to guess the names of the movies, okay? And if you guess it, I'm going to give you seven clues. If you get the movie right on the first clue, you get seven points. Got it. If you get it on the second clue, six points, so on okay. down. Per- perfect score is 21. Okay. We say if you get over a 12 or a th- that like that's pretty good. Okay. okay. Got it. And there might be a theme once you kind of get into the movies, okay? Okay. All right. All let's right. Let's do it. So let's give you let's give you a little let's, let's give you a little crash. It's kind of our uh, our resident uh movie game. Oh, and 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 I thought for fun for uh in in each in each movie in each uh 
round, you Carlo is your lifeline. Yeah. So at any time you can tag him in for once, for help. Okay. Once per round. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Once per round. Okay. Got it. All right. All right. Your first film. So this is the round one. For seven points, this is a 2012 action mystery thriller. 2012 action mystery thriller. 2012. If you're at home. Yeah, 2012. 2012 action. Okay, I'm not going to use my nothing. I'm doing pure memory here. Action mystery thriller. Uh, I'm not allowed to mm-hmm. ask questions, right? I just have to give an answer or not or go to the next clue, right? Right. Okay, got it. Like you 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 can ask things but I probably won't answer them okay, or I'll, that's I'll answer okay. them incorrectly. Um yeah. Say it again. What what was the what was the genre again? Action mil, uh, mystery thriller. Um, I don't know. Next clue. Okay. For six points, this movie was uh, directed by Werner Herzog. (laughs) I'm laughing. Werner Herzog. (laughs) Werner Herzog directed this? Action mystery thriller by By Werner Herzog? Yeah. Hold it. Let me just double check. This is a movie, not a documentary. Can I ask that? Yeah. It's a movie. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's one of his rare late. Fiction it, it, movies. <laughs> oh wait, you know. Oh, I'm sorry. He it might he might not have been the director. I just associate him with it. Sorry. Oh. He would let's let's say he's a an actor in the movie. Okay. Oh man. Well, that's Werner Herzog's an actor in, in the movie. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry about yeah. that. Okay. <laughs> Next clue. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's go. Let's give you some predator. Here we go. Okay. For five points, the tagline is. The law has limits. He does not. Oh my god. The law has limits. He does not. So mm-hmm. it's twenty twelve action mystery thriller. The law has limits, he does not. Is it like dread? Something <laughs> like that? No. <laughs> For four points, um, the the second lead is Rosamond Pike. Rosamond can, Pike. Can I look from, up what uh, this person looks like real quick? Not, I won't look at Rosamond's yeah, history. I'll yeah. just look at the face. Yeah. Yeah. How do you spell that? Oh, Rosamond Pike. Okay. Rosamond Pike. She's, a, she's yeah, she was famously a, a Gone Girl. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's her breakthrough. Man, I'm not going to do well in this game. Next, game. next clue. Next clue. Okay. Well, so, you know, you could go... Check in with okay. Yeah, your you're guy. right. You know what, Carlo? <laughs> I mean, the Werner Herzog thing threw me off. Uh, so he didn't direct it. Uh, yeah, he's in this. He, he, I think he's in this as an actor. He's he, he's oh, the fourth build. It okay, looks like. Okay, actually, I think I know what this is. I haven't seen it though, but I, I heard that he was in a movie where he plays the bad guy, right? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, should be asked. Um, it's um, uh, Tom Cruise movie uh, that's been turned into a show to uh, Jack Reacher. Correct. Oh my God. For four points. Oh my God. This is oh Jack Reacher. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah, the wow. Four points. Thank you, me. Carlo. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Way to I go. I got to watch right. this. Yeah. Both movies. I think both Jack Reachers. I, I vaguely remember okay. him. Yeah, Werner Herzog yeah, is the villain. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Okay, so so log that movie into your memory okay. as we move on, okay? 
Here we go. Second round for seven points. This is a 1995 action crime sci-fi thriller. Action crime and sci-fi? Yes. Thriller? Um, action crime 1995 yeah what the hell? action <laughs> action crime <laughs> sci-fi quite thriller a few in 95 that fall under this genre 1995 <laughs> i can i can name a handful <laughs> crime um S- sci-fi is, is Sa- maybe it's it's Sa- like it seems the most kind of well no it's actually it seems the most action crimey yeah <laughs> crimey okay. give me the next clue i don't know Okay, for six points, Rob Schneider is in this movie. <laughs> what the fuck? This was 95? 95. I'm, oh, I'm thinking of another movie then. Okay. No, next clue. Go. Okay. For, I'm not good at this. Go. Th- all right. It's okay. For five points, the tagline is, in the future, one man is the law. Oh, okay. That's... Okay, one man is the law. Is the law? The law. Judge Dredd? <laughs> Correct! Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought too. For five yeah. points. Man, right. I was Judge thinking Demolition Dredd. Man, but they both yeah, have Stallone Judge and Dredd, Rob baby. Schneider in them. All right. Way to go, Jer. Okay, so you're at a nine. Nice. Okay, All so right, you're locked and loaded. We, remember, we said 12 is a great score. You're okay. on your way. Perfect. Remember, there's a theme. You, you you now have the names of your two movies. Jack, Here is going to be your Jack your Richard, last. Red. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. You got your last. Let's go back to Crash. Okay. For seven points, this is a 2009 comedy horror. <sighs> comedy horror. Comedy horror. Next clue. Okay. For six points in this movie is Amanda Seyfried. No. Mm. Comedy horror. Did she? Very lovely, talented actress. Next clue. Kind of funny. Next clue. Okay. For five points, the tagline: She's evil, just not high school evil. Okay. Is this the re? No, I don't know. Is this? Right. Um, see, see if you can put together from the other two films what the what the what the uh, theme here might evil, be. She's evil, but not high school evil. She's evil, just not high school evil. Um, Carlo, you want to jump in? I have no okay, clue. Okay, let's keep going. Let's keep going. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. The. The plot summary to this film. So this is for four points. A newly possessed high school cheerleader turns into a succubus who specializes in killing her male classmates. Can her best friend put an end to the horror? Oh. This was 2009? Carlo, what's your guess? 2009. Uh, All right, I'll just make a guess. Jennifer's body. Correct, <laughs> Jennifer's body. I've never seen that for, movie. For, what? For and four I, I, I know points. the link between the three as well. What's the okay, link? Okay, so so wait wait. Yeah, let's see if Jared can can put together the link. So so we have Jack Reacher, 
Judge Dredd and Jennifer's body. Uh, Joel J's Triple J. What else? Maybe Clo- uh, Chloe. Yeah, that that's a part, but uh, there, there's a little, there's something a little closer. Okay. Um, there's something more close than that. Uh, well, okay. What? Um. Uh. I guess. Uh. Think about. Okay. I guess the the best clue would be Jack Re- Reacher. What What are his initials? Okay. J. Oh God. <laughs> Okay, J-R, J-D, J-B. J-R, Judge, and Jenny. Oh, Oh, shut the fuck up. Okay. Wow, Jennifer, Judge, and... J-R. J-R. There you go. That's so funny. Okay. Well, hey... JR, you, you did great. You got a 13 Thank thanks you. to the Carlo Thank assist. You. I, I mm. don't count that as a higher score than Carlo because Carlo yeah. helped me. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's that's also Carlo's score. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, well, thank good. you for playing. Yeah. All right, man. Let's, let's let's bring this baby to a close. This right. was a great season. We have a great final matchup. Um, I'm excited. And <laughs> still, yeah, undecided. We're still yeah. – it's basically, uh, I guess, zero zero right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, also, just before we we um, close it, I just want to real quick do a rapid fire uh, since we're heading mm. into Valentine's Day. I have um, oh, yeah. top five romantic movies that I'm gonna give oh, our good. listeners uh, as okay. a bonus. Uh, so one really obvious pick, and then the other four I think hardly anybody's seen. So uh, okay, the obvious pick is uh, Before Sunset. And you can basically choose any of the three before movies. Actually, the entire trilogy. But if I had to pick one, it's Before Sunset of the of those three films with Ethan Hawke and Julie Delpy. And it was like uh, kind of a surprise. We weren't expecting a sequel to Before Sunrise. And it's a really romantic movie and beautiful open ending. Uh, and then um, my next pick is Don't Go Breaking My Heart Part 2. So another sequel, another second. Wow! Uh, in a in a diptych, uh, yeah, by Johnny Toe, who um, I'm hoping we we can discuss on later yes, episodes. I'm excited. Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah, it's it's just the sequel basically uh, breaks all the expectations of of the first movie and just a real standout uh, rom com. Uh, my next pick is uh, Destination Wedding. Which uh, was also another surprise, a movie that uh, Keanu Reeves made in between uh, the two John Wicks. Um, wow. And he still looks like John Wick in the movie. And what's unique about it, he's, he's with Winona Ryder. They have great chemistry. Yeah. And like the entire movie is basically um, just them talking. Like We don't hear dialogue from any other characters in the movie other than the two of them. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, another um, yeah kind of slept upon movie. Um, and cool. then have love in a puff which is also another hong kong um a romantic comedy i mean yeah they're just really knocking it out of the park with the rom-coms in in hong kong um and this is a, a a movie where basically two people fall in love because smoking is like universally banned in the city there's only like certain spots where people are allowed to smoke so they meet in one of those spots and they they fall in love uh, based on smoking, which is not uh, the great thing right now. And then my um, kind of probably the most left field pick and probably the, the most darkest dark comedy pick is uh, yeah. The Lobster, which is part of um, uh, Colin Farrell's uh, renaissance in a way. Like to me, they convinced me that, yeah, um, 
Colin Farrell uh, is like a star to be reckoned with, and you know he's he's a shoe in for for the best actor Oscar. You know he's definitely getting a lot of consideration for that. Um, and yeah, the lobster. The premise is great. It's basically about like in the future, you're you're basically you have to couple with somebody, like you have to partner with somebody, and if you don't, like you basically get sent to this like um, hotel, and within a week, if you don't find a partner, it's like a lot of singles. Um, and then if you don't find a partner within a week, you have to be turned into an animal. And uh, it's called oh the lobster God. because uh, Colin Farrell chooses to, to be that. That would be the animal that he would choose to be if he has to be turned into one is a lobster. Oh my yeah. God. And where it goes, it, it's so unexpected. It's brilliant. So that's, that's my top crazy. five uh, romantic movies, you know, to give them some the listeners some uh, some viewing choices this Valentine's Day. Excellent. Thank you, Carla. All right. Um, yeah, this has been really fun. I hope you guys have a lovely Super Bowl and Valentine's Day and the whole deal. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, thank you, JR, for uh, being a guest my pleasure. again. My and pleasure, you're man. De- you have to come back because I, we I, need... I have to come back and I have homework. I got to watch. Yeah. I'm going to watch uh, over the Garden Wall. So uh, oh, I'm jealous. I'm jealous of you. It, <laughs> it's a good first time watch. Yeah, all right. Yeah, and I'm anticipating. I'm excited to find out who wins uh, this, this bracket challenge. <laughs> okay, good. All right. Let's wrap it up. See ya. All right. All right. Bye. Thank you all. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.